This is the All Pro Wrestling 100 Podcast for December 16th, 2020. I'm your host, JB. This podcast is all pro wrestling and is only pro wrestling. Tonight we've got the Impact on Axis TV results from Tuesday night. Kicking it off is Tennille Dashwood versus Alicia Edwards. They tape multiple episodes of Impact on Axis at the same time. And it's evident here because I talked about how terrible Alicia looked last week physically. And she looks just as terrible this week because it's the same day. Uh, second show of these tapings, Tennille gets the victory. She does this running kick that she calls the spotlight and gets the pin. Tennille looked good tonight. She was athletic. She was awake. She moved around the ring quickly. So Tennille looked like a sports entertainment pro wrestler. And she beat Alicia Edwards, who looked terrible. And as my girlfriend has pointed out, and we've talked about here, Eddie Edwards looks fat. So, yeah, that happened, Eddie. Yeah, you looking chub, Eddie. You looking chub. Moose and Willie Mack promo a future I Quit match they're going to have. I'm getting really tired of Willie Mack trying to saddle up next to Moose during his rise towards the TNA Championship. Or I guess the Unified Impact TNA Championships. But that's fine as long as Moose comes out on top here and Moose can spin his wheels a little while longer while we wrap up all these other storylines so that 2021 can be the year of the Moose. 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 We're going to get a sound drop of people yelling Moose. Back when Impact had a studio and like 30 people came to their tapings. Those 30 people, 25 of them would yell Moose. That's right, 22 people out of 30 would yell Moose. At least 19 people would yell Moose. And I'm going to get a sound drop of that. AEW, with another prepaid promo this week, Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone make fun of Impact and Axis and promote their own program. This week, I found this one to be mean-spirited and not very funny. Just like Tony Schiavone's podcast, it's not funny, it's a big waste of time, and I don't want to listen to any more of it. Man, I can't believe how much I dislike late-age Tony Schiavone. This guy was a huge part of my childhood, loved listening to him, he was the voice of my pro wrestling growing up, and as an old man, he's just bitter, he has no respect for the business, he has no respect for the people that put food on his table, I just can't stand this guy. Chris Bay versus Manic or TJ Perkins. It's a non-title match. The idea was Chris Bay going to uh, remove the mask of Manic, prove that it's TJ Perkins. The title will revert back to Rohit Raju. And yeah, come on, this is really convoluted. None of that happens. Manic gets the victory. Next, we have a promo with the AEW champion Kenny Omega and Don Callis, who we're to believe are in a van in the parking lot and for no reason a second week in a row. Yeah, okay. Kenny Omega in his promo this week calls Rich Swan Rich the Bitch, and I laughed out loud. I don't really think Kenny's that good of a promo, but this was really funny, and I kept thinking, why is Kenny cutting promos on guys in a company that he's never going to have a chance to fight? That's kind of ridiculous. It's not really going anywhere. It's kind of taking cheap shots, too. Rich Swan and Kenny Omega aren't going to fight anytime soon, so why is he taking these shots? But we'll get to that later. And there's a Knockouts Tag Team title tournament going on that was something I brought up last November that should have happened. was something that was announced four or five months ago on Impact that could have really helped carry us through this empty arena COVID era had they done it sooner. And it's been going on for a month now, and we're still not to the finals. We've had tag matches at pay-per-views or Impact Plus events, and yet these matches, these tag matches, aren't part of the tournament. So I don't know what Impact's doing, why they're dragging this out the way they have. Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles taking on Taya Valkyrie and Rosemary. Kiara Hogan gets the victory with the Fisherman's Hook Suplex, or the Perfect Plex and the pin. Shout out to Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect there. 
on Taya Valkyrie for her team. So Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles move on. We've furthered a storyline between Kimberly and Taya Valkyrie and between Deanna Perazzo and Rosemary. They both came out on the apron and worked Rosemary over when she wasn't in the ring, distracting Taya Valkyrie and costing her the match. And we go backstage after that to a promo segment where Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles talk about this missing money. Johnny Swinger comes back with a six-pack of beer. They're all like, oh, hell no, you got to get out of here. They steal his beer and they leave. Johnny Swinger now has Hernandez's big bankroll of $10,000 in a big roll. I don't know why I'm even mentioning this. No one cares about this storyline. It's absolutely ridiculous. But, okay, uh, Johnny Swinger now has this roll of cash that's been floating from person to person, from jobber to jobber, mid-carter to mid-carter for three months now. Josh Alexander of the North takes on the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. Ethan Page comes out to help his tag team partner, and he gets posted by Brian Myers. He goes under the ring, and he comes out as Karate Man. Now, I've never seen Karate Man before. I'm told that Karate Man is a gimmick and that maybe I should have known about it, but he's basically just a guy with a headband doing some bad karate. It's not terrible karate, but it's still bad karate. Myers wins by DQ because Karate Man wasn't booked here, so I don't know. Josh Alexander walks out, tells Ethan Page he has problems, or tells Karate Man he has problems. I'm not sure if Karate Man and Ethan Page share a consciousness. Maybe Ethan Page is aware of what happens to Karate Man, but Karate Man is not aware of what happens to Ethan Page or vice versa. These are things that we don't have answers to yet, and that I hope for the betterment of pro wrestling, we actually never get answers to. So moving on, Cody Diener has been brainwashed by Eric Young, and we find this out because they're in a prison together. You know, whenever I like somebody's gimmick, I follow them to an abandoned prison. And I hang out and wait for Joe Doring to come sexually assault me. Did anybody see the end of this promo? Seriously. The promo ends with Coney Diener acknowledging that he's been some mark for the marks, and that it hasn't gotten him anywhere, and that all they do is laugh at him. And then a door opens from the darkness, and that Joe Doring guy comes out and they cut it off. But Joe Doring's like not wearing a shirt, and he's got a really nasty look on his face like he's walked into an alley with a drunk girl like he's hungry or something i don't look i don't want to see any of this i don't i don't like joe doring because i think joe doring wants to sexually assault people in prison that's what they're implying here so we're moving on carl anderson versus chris saban machine gun carl anderson in the battle of the machine guns Uh, he uses the tights but who cares really kenny omega talking up carl anderson earlier in the program right and, and again, I'm like, why is this even happening? Carl Anderson kind of looking like Kenny Omega's bitch. I got to be honest, he's kind of looking that way. But after the main event, we do this post-match kind of brawl in the backstage area where Luke Gallows comes back. We were told he's injured. All of a sudden, he's back now, and he's laying people out. Rich Swan comes out to protect the Motor City Machine Guns, and then Kenny Omega and Don Callis actually come out and lay the smackdown on Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns, and they book a match on Impact at the next Impact event. They book a match to reunite the Bullet Club, or one of its many incarnations, with Gallows, Anderson, and Kenny Omega versus the Machine Guns and Rick Swan. So it's a way to keep the belt on Swan a little longer, but apparently we're going to have this. Kenny Omega is going to come work throwaway six-man tag matches as the AEW champion for Impact Wrestling. And I am totally behind these inter-promotional promotions. I love it. That brings us to the end of this episode the Impact Review of the All Pro Wrestling 100 Podcast. Tune in later this week when we have the AEW Dynamite Review special segment drops on Friday and the SmackDown Review on Saturday. Subscribe where you listen. If you have questions or comments, hit us up at the 
APW100Podcast at Gmail, or the same thing at Twitter.